We're for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from the Daily Telegraph. It's March 6. A young mother who gave her baby son a puff on a vape sparking national outrage says she's sorry for putting her child in danger and has learned a massive lesson from her mistake. Annie Donovan, 16, was secretly filmed last week placing a vape up to the mouth of her 11-month-old son Lebron while being egged on by friends in the background in a highly distressing video. Ms Donovan says what she did was a silly joke in front of friends and she didn't realise someone in the room was filming her and would post it on social media. I wish I didn't do it, but I never meant to hurt him. I would never hurt him, she said. Ms Donovan spoke to the Daily Telegraph and consented to being identified, saying she'd learnt a lot from her mistake. Police confirmed they visited Ms Donovan's home on the New South Wales Mid-North Coast on Wednesday, a day after the video surfaced, and seized the vape, which was non-nicotine. No charges were laid and no further police action will be taken. And if you'd like to read more on that story today, you can take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app at the App Store. Hex help for healthcare students and a crackdown on government contractors have led Labor leader Chris Minns' official pitch to become Premier at the party's campaign launch yesterday. Flanked by Prime Minister Anthony Albanese, his front bench and family, Mr Minns delivered his spiel to the party's faithful in Hurstville in Sydney South. If elected at the polls in 19 days, a Labor government vowed to slash the government's reliance on contractors by 25%, claiming it will secure $1.6 billion in in savings. The cutbacks came after Mr Minns revealed he would not go ahead with a number of costly infrastructure projects promised by the coalition in a move that signals Labor's attempt to dismantle the government's narrative that they cannot manage money. New South Wales Labor recognises that we will have to work with the private sector in government, but we must get the budget back under control while reinvesting the savings to repair our schools and hospitals, he said. And we'll be back after this. Australian history is full of colourful but forgotten characters, from alleyway gangsters to Cold War spies and eccentric entrepreneurs. There are hundreds of incredible stories of adventurous Aussies that never make it into our history books. Each week I talk to some of the country's greatest history authors, sleuths and yarn spinners to uncover the untold stories of some of our most interesting and offbeat ancestors. The show in black and white can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Three men have been charged under new New South Wales laws which ban the display of Nazi imagery after an incident during a soccer match at Parramatta's Combank Stadium last year. Police launched an investigation after a highly charged Australia Cup final between Sydney United 58 and MacArthur FC last October. Followers of semi-professional club Sydney United 58 were widely condemned after they allegedly raised their arms in Nazi salutes. Images from the match showed Sydney United 58 supporters throwing their arms up in apparent salutes, while some of their fellow fans reportedly sang a chant associated with a Croatian far-right movement. On Friday, after an extensive police investigation, which involved detectives pouring over hours of broadcast footage and CCTV, officers charged three men. Police issued a 24-year-old Beverly Park man with a court attendance notice and charged him with knowingly displaying a Nazi symbol without an excuse. A 44-year-old old Duneside man and 45-year-old Wetherill Park man were charged with the same offence. All three will appear in Parramatta Local Court on April 19.
And Harry Styles ended his Australian tour in iconic style at the weekend, belting out horses alongside Daryl Braithwaite at his second Sydney show. The unlikely duo shared the stage on Saturday night and embraced at the end of the Aussie anthem to rapturous applause. It's our last show in Australia, so it only felt right to do something a little bit special, Style told fans. Please welcome Mr Daryl Braithwaite. The British pop star sang the hit, a cover of a 1989 piece by singer Ricky Lee Jones and songwriter Walter Becker during his first show in Perth. Just a week ago, Braithwaite 74 was in the audience at Marvel Stadium in Melbourne to watch Styles sing horses during his show, later posting what an extraordinary night it was at Harry's gig. And that's the latest headlines from the Daily Telegraph. For updates and breaking news throughout the day, take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au. We'll have another update for you tomorrow. Are you ready to get an inside look at crime from someone who has investigated some of Australia's worst crimes? It was like Aladdin's cave. The luminole found bloodied footprints and bloodied handprints on a wall. So it's just like a horror movie. Former homicide detective Gary Jubilin sits down with cops, crims, addicts, victims, small-time cheats and big-town lawyers as they tell their incredible stories. My house got raided. Next thing you know, I got bail refused. Next thing you know, I'm on a truck to Parkley Prison. Listen to I Catch Killers early and ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.